Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, this is Magic Bean and Positivity Pancake coming to you with an episode about broadening and building theory. Noel, can you explain the magic bean and positivity pancake? I sure can. And first of all, I think that these could become cartoon characters, like really our alter egos, that this would be pretty wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And but do you think do you think that I do fit magic bean or do you think you're magic bean and I'm positivity pancake? I'm definitely not oh. a, not positivity because I don't really uh, practice positivity like you do. I am totally positivity pancake. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you are bouncing magic bean. Yes, that makes. I love it. I think um, if we had a cartoon, this is this. I would that this is it. We just nailed it. I, I would be a little magic bean, um, bouncing bean, jumping bean, and you would be the uh, positivity pancake. Yes, I think we can do this, John. We have something here. <laughs> Guys, uh, Noelle has uh, this Halloween costume. She's a fried egg, and so. <laughs> Um, I actually see you in a pancake instead of the egg outfit, and it's just positive, the positive pancake. So I already see you um, as that character. <laughs> we need to get you a bean outfit, and we can do a children's mm -hmm. show. Perfect. Anyway, that came from <laughs> our last episode. Yeah, we we were talking about all of the different kinds of, of positive interventions that are out there. And to me, they're very much like magic beans and positivity pancakes. Mm -hmm. You know, you can collect your magic beans and you can eat your positivity pancakes and feel better. Yeah, and we do go deeper than food. So check out that episode. <laughs> uh, it's a long one and it's great. So check it out. Yeah, we give you um, seven tips on how to get out of uh, being in a funk, getting unstuck, yeah. you know, how to spark your, ignite that flame. Anyway, yeah. today we're going to talk about broadening and build theory. So tell us about this. Yeah. So this is another really wonderful example from the world of positive psychology about theories that support the work of coaches. And Broaden and Build is a theory from one of my absolute favorites, Barbara Fredrickson, who is a positive psychologist. She works out of the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and she also has, um, I just think it's adorable, it's called the PEP Lab, which mm -hmm. is the Positive Emotions Laboratory, mm -hmm. and um, it's pretty cute, just like magic beans and positivity pancakes. And so her work is all about the role of positive emotions. What happens to our brains and bodies when we experience positivity? We know so much about what happens to our brains and bodies when we experience trauma and negativity. And she really kicked the doors open in terms of looking at positivity, optimism, positive emotions and saying, hey, they have really cool associated outcomes as well. Yeah. And you know, the thing about positive emotions, I, you know, I don't think anyone would argue with you if you said positive emotions, creating that space is going to definitely help you. Um, it's going to, you know, realign your day or, or make you feel better or, or, or just live on a higher frequency. It's hard to argue with that. But many uh, and by many, I mean most, we don't execute that. So we logically we think about, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then that's it, period. We don't actually then 
create the space for positive emotions or do any anything to really um, create that art for ourselves to to then practice positive psychology. And we need to. Yeah. And we we need to for very serious reasons. So, um, do you remember mood lamps? Uh, is that the '60s thing? Yeah, yeah the yes, mood I, lamps I, where there's all those chemicals right, swirling right. around and the yes. colors. That's what our brains look like. Mm. Um, and you know when we when we hang on to negative affect and we let grouchiness and cortisol take over, um, we can imagine our our brains you know being flooded with negativity. And when we engage in positive emotions, our endocrine system starts up like a pump. It's mm-hmm. not as rapid and fast acting as negative emotions are. Negative emotions take over. Um, positive emotions are slow and pulsing. So if we're thinking about them like this little pump and we're constantly pumping on it, what eventually happens is we flood our brains, just like a mood lamp, with positive emotions. And it ultimately changes our brain chemistry and it changes the way that we see the world from pessimistic to optimistic yeah there's um it's it, um it's almost like a like a like a, a, a chemical like like you're it's a chemistry lab kind of thing right it is it is exactly like a chemistry lab and you might be sitting at home saying okay well you know no big deal um, so I change my lens and I change my brain chemistry from a little bit more pessimistic to a little bit more optimistic. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is that life is hard and life is truly just one damn thing after the next. Mm-hmm. And if you want to live a good life, if you want to do hard things, if you have big goals, if you have big dreams, when you take the time to lay that foundation of positivity and optimism, you will get less knocked off your game on a regular mm. basis. You will up your resilience in real ways. So what I'm hearing is the more you practice it, the more you practice um, flooding yourself with positive emotions, um, the more secondary change happens, meaning um, you are molded. Uh, it's change that's irreversible. So it's not temporary, but you could actually start to uh, maybe the word is rewire, recondition your body and yourself and your mind so uh, you could be more resilient as life, as you go through life. And so you can be more resilient. And as we're going to explore through Broaden and Build, uh, the end game is you enhance your entire evolutionary capacity. You mm-hmm. you enhance um, your your literal capacity to be mediocre and then you turn it to great. Wow. Um how long do you have to broaden and build for that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's variable like anything else. It depends on what mediocre is for you and what great is for you. Right. Um, and everybody has different definitions. It depends on the level of stress thresholds that you're willing to engage in. It depends on how far and fast you want to run in life. Um, so, it's, it's specific, but let's get into it. So mm-hmm. step one is in order to tackle this and say, okay, I want to intentionally up my positivity so I can conquer the world, we first need to understand negativity bias. And the reason that negative emotions are so rapid, fast acting, and our attention is naturally drawn to them uh, comes from an evolutionary trait. We are all here today on this earth because our ancestors were really good at avoiding danger. 
And in order right. to avoid danger, you have to notice it. Yeah, you know what's interesting as you say this, I'm thinking about my parents, and uh, they they came from a very different world than I did. They came from poverty, war stricken. Um, you know, my dad stealing rice, getting plates thrown at his head. Uh, you know, the war, all of that. And because of that environment, they're just permanently set on survival mode and 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 fight or flight. So they're constantly trained to scan. Uh, threatening things, negativity, and even in you know um, um, America, like uh, if it's not you know a physical harm, then it's you know uh, debt, <laughs> you know bills, uh, anything that is going to be um, that's going to you know create danger uh, or um, activate uh, a life that's unstable, uncertain. And so, because of that, they, I grew up with parents who are uh, very negative. Worried, dreadful. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, your the flavor of what you experienced might be extreme based on the really extreme place that your parents came from. But I think that unless you've really taken the time and studied positive psychology, most of us were raised with parents who pointed out things that were scary, things yeah. that could kill you. Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't right. go to that party and drink alcohol. Right. Our entire society mirrors this evolutionary phenomenon, billboards, uh, headlines, gossip, the way that people sit down and the first thing they do is they spill tea on all of the negative things. Nobody mm -hmm. ever says, you know, let me tell you how great so-and-so is doing. So we see this trait reflected in our everyday world and our everyday lives. And it's just, right. it's there, it's present, and we need to be aware of it um, so that we can understand that. Just because we have this um, predisposition to focus on that which is negative, there is also an abundance of positive things. Focusing on positivity doesn't wipe out reality. You still have to look both ways before you cross the street because a car could take you out if you don't. And also, there is a beautiful sunset. And also you're walking towards the beach. Mm -hmm. And also the person that you love the most in this whole world is standing there with open arms waiting for a hug. Oh, I love that. And I want to, um, man, this is a great point. I want to highlight it, um, that uh, uh, creating positive emotions, practicing positive psychology doesn't mean that you're walking through the world with blinders or in denial. It doesn't mean that you are uh, oblivious, you know? Right. No, not at all. Fredrickson says that it simply means you're holding up that which is good alongside of that which is bad in equal measure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you and, have a, a clear and focused view. Right. Because most of us uh, usually just put the bad under a microscope. That's what we hold with two hands and we rarely uh, focus on the good. We rarely feed the positive. Yeah. Or, you know, you're, you're kind of, I've, I've heard a buzzword recently. Um, that's new. It's a new buzzword, toxic positivity. Have you heard that? No. What does that mean? Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but my perception of it is that toxic positivity talks about, um, a notion that you focus on only good things, only positive mm -hmm. things, only optimistic things, and you deny a lot of the, the darker aspects of life. Oh, right. So so that can lead to um, being a little bit oblivious. That could lead to a fakeness, a, a, yeah. a, 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 a yeah, denial in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So if we're thinking about um, negativity and negativity bias, like a slingshot, and we're thinking about um, positivity and positive emotions like a pump, that slingshot is going to come whether we want it to or not, because we're hardwired that way. Yeah. But it is 100% within our control to operate that positivity pump. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about um, broadening. Yeah. yeah. So at the heart of all of this work is the role of emotions. Negative emotions, positive emotions. Negative emotions uh, detract from our prefrontal cortex functioning. What does that mean? Um, it breaks our, our creativity. It breaks our focus. It breaks our ability to be reasonable, to work with our rational brain. Positive emotions, on the other hand, enhance so much of our existence. And to me, this research is groundbreaking that all of the different flavors of positive emotions have different chemical impacts and nutrients associated with them. So it's really similar to fruits and vegetables. If you eat just one carrot or just one piece of broccoli, you're not going to get the full spectrum of nutrients that right. your body needs. If you experience a broad away of, of positive emotions, love, happiness, joy, gratitude, contentment, um, you get a nutritional punch that really lights up your brain and changes things for you. Hmm. Well, uh, first of all, what is broccoli? What are carrots? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're colorful little nuggets that taste oh, delicious. <laughs> okay. I only know meat and donuts, <laughs> which is the problem, right? And so this idea of broadening, um, I, I, you know, the visual that comes to my mind is the, uh, uh, the giant 48 pack of crayons instead yeah. of, um, you know, uh, with, with those, uh, the, the colors that we've never even heard before, like the, the weird grays and the, the, the colors that aren't more than just primary colors. Totally. So, you know, let's talk about this. So when, when you eat, um, when you eat a tomato that has tomatoes, I think have the highest amount of vitamin C in them. Vitamin C impacts our immune system. It helps our body ward off colds. Um, the same is true of positive emotions. When we experience positive emotions, there are micronutrient biochemical outcomes. So for example, um, this is the broadening effect of positive emotions, that when you eat them, your minds open up and the outcome is that you're able to think outside of the box. Oh, that's interesting. Right? And yeah, this so is it's important. Like a, it's like a, an ability that you acquire. So like you said, the ability to think outside the box, um, this idea of a bird's eye view, that's that's interesting. From it is positive interesting. Emotions. Yeah. Exactly. It comes directly from eating your positive emotions. And another outcome that is associated with a broadening impact is um, you're able to generate alternative solutions. Mm -hmm. And really specifically, your creativity is enhanced and your verbal capacity is enhanced. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Ask yeah, yourself, if you're listening to this, what it would look like for you to um, broaden in your life, you know, because that's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, is this something I'm doing now? Where do I need to do more of it? Where I see that this has the most impact is in folks being able to reframe and change their mindset when, when bad things happen to them, which is inevitable. You step in a mud puddle when you walk outside, right? Um, 
instead of saying to yourself, oh man, I stepped in a mud puddle, my day is ruined. If you're somebody who eats your positive emotions on a regular basis, you'll say, oh, luckily I have a new pair of shoes that I now get to wear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, You know, it probably also, because what you're telling me is it makes it easier for you to um, not, not dip, right? The more that you're able to practice positive emotions, the more um, you, the, the, the stronger stance you have, and, uh, you're not going to get taken down as you go through life as fast. That is true. And it also pushes further. So not only do you ward off the impact that those negative emotions have, but you're able to immediately generate solutions on the spot and you don't get stuck. You immediately start flipping to new ideas, new creativity, new ways of thinking, and you kind of put it on, on, um, I don't know, on fast forward. It just, it starts to really flow. Yeah. You, you know, um, I always tell people I cut my day in half and around noon I will uh, get on my motorcycle and then go get my daily sweat in. Um, and when I do that, I will also try to be social and, uh, you know, connect with some friends. So uh, I, I always knew the power of that, but didn't really know why. And I think um, it has to do with this. It has to do with that injection of positive emotions uh, and of course, when you're working out, just movement, uh, you know, um, endorphins and all the elevated uh, state happens too. And on top of that, riding a motorcycle and being kind of in a flow state, getting adrenaline. So I'm getting all of that in that, you know, two, two and a half hours in the middle of my day. And then when I come home, I feel like a new person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what you're, what you're doing is, is you're creating, um, you're experiencing the broadening impact and then you're also setting up the conditions for the secondary piece here, which is building, broaden and build. So, um, I didn't know that I, I didn't know that I was creating a perfect transition into the next piece of this, which is building. I mean, this is the outcome of positive emotions, John. It just makes everything better. Um, (laughs) beans and pancakes. Um, So when we build, let's think about what happens to somebody when they're naturally positive um, versus somebody when they're cranky and negative. If you walk into a room and you try to interact with somebody and they're really cranky and negative, you're going to want to move away from them pretty quickly. Yeah, of course. If you walk into a room and you're starting to interact with somebody that's inherently positive, you're going to be drawn to them. You're going to want to be around them. So now let's flip that on its head and say, well, what actually happens to the person who's positive, to the person who other people are drawn to? A lot of different things. You, you're able to maintain and create relationships with people. You're able mm-hmm. to create new relationships all the time. And this gives you durable social resources. Durable social resources um, are, are what makes you feel less scarcity, um, makes you feel less alone in the world, makes you feel like you can do hard things, makes you feel like the bottom's not going to fall out of your life. And this is the, the intellectual threshold that you need in order to engage in true problem solving, being open to learning. Yeah, it's not a coincidence that when I was um, miserable and unhappy, I did not have any friends. Um, I had a lot of fake friends. I had friends through uh, my wife at the time, but I personally myself did not have a lot of friends. And uh, today I am um, less miserable and I've injected a lot more positive emotions in my life and I have at least one friend. and She's uh, (laughs) she's with me today. (laughs) I was going to say, it's me. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> it's true. You know, I I think in so many different ways, um, relationships are the new currency. Mm, we're, yeah, we're navigating a pandemic. The world is changing. Our relationships are everything. And so positive emotions help us make and sustain those relationships that are so vital to every aspect of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's also... Um, because relationships are so important now, we value them. We're also being more picky, and we are being more um, critical on 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 which relationships we want to build and which relationships we don't want to invest in anymore. Totally, totally. And then there's there's another outcome with the building phase, which is cardiovascular, and this is just really important for you know talking about biohacking and longevity and aging when you increase your positive emotions, your cardiovascular health improves. And a really um, outcome that came out of nowhere is um, your coordination improves. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? And so I was yeah. thinking about this and I was like, wow, I wonder how that fits in from an evolutionary perspective. Like why does your coordination increase? And I was thinking about um, mobility and aging. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, people who are positive will fall less they'll hurt themselves less as they age and they'll have increased cardiovascular health and they'll have more positive relationships to sustain them. So this is how it really enhances your evolutionary capacity. When we're thinking about what does this do for you? Well, without um, any kinds of drugs or medication, this will help you age well. Oh man. Now people are sold. Now yeah. people are like, okay. <laughs> um, and also I was thinking if I do not practice positive emotions daily, there's a higher chance um, I'll fall off my bike. So yeah, I can die. <laughs> totally. And, and, and that's what happens when, when we're in a negative mindset, you lose access to your senses, your mm. eyes narrow, you take in less color, sight, sound, all of those things. And so it, it's, it truly is um, a way of reversing a lot of different things that could potentially be dangerous for you. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for listening. And we hope that you um, broaden and build and focus on creating these spaces. So you're not just living in your head, but you're actually uh, rewiring your, 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 your entire body um, to just live higher. Yes. Yes. And it is accessible for you. Just reach for it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training, and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.